Theatre is a vital and timeless art form that holds immense importance in our society. It serves as a powerful medium for communication, reflection, and cultural expression. Apart from mirroring human experiences, it allows us to explore and understand the complexities of life, of emotions, and relationships through storytelling and performances. It provides a platform for both artists and the audiences to connect with profound and universal aspects of being a human. That being said, we need to ensure that theatre not only survives, but thrives. And doing exactly that is Beaumont Community Players. Let's listen to Julia Rodriguez. She's a social media and public relations manager at Beaumont Community Players. Welcome to the podcast, Julia. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm assuming this wasn't smooth sailing all along. Uh, everywhere around the world, art is always facing some kind of challenges, right? So could it help us with who felt the need to start this and how did this organization progress till date? Um, absolutely. So we are actually going to celebrate our 100th uh, season uh, next year in 2024-2025. So this organization awesome. has been... Yeah. So it's, it's been around for a long time and it started, you know, just like many, um, you know, nonprofit organizations, especially many art, um, organizations in, you know, someone's living room, um, shortly after, um, after the, um, the first, you know, world war, um, and, um, you know, people who just wanted to come together and, 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 you know, entertain themselves and, and their friends and talk about storytelling and, and music and, and things that, you know, were not, um, as interesting to most of society in Southeast Texas in, you know, in the twenties. Um, and so the, the group has been going strong, um, since then only mm -hmm. taking a break, um, in 1942 to 43 for, uh, you know, obvious, obvious reasons. Yes. <laughs> Um, but it has, you know, the, the volunteers over the years and the people who, who care about arts over the years, you know, they went from in living rooms to, um, in a schoolhouse, um, in like a one room schoolhouse to, uh, old fairgrounds to having a partnership with, um, this to our city, uh, to do something in their historic theater. Um, to you know, in 2008, being able to purchase and refurbish um, a theater where, where we are now. Wonderful. And uh, when you say old, uh, how old is this? Uh, obviously before the World War, but could you give us a date? Uh, for the organization? Yes. Oh, um, I believe it was started in like 1924. Ah, oh, that, that's a long way off. And obviously, the kind of performances, the kind of uh, um, productions, everything must have changed, right? The culture, the influences. Uh, so how, how did this evolve? Uh, was there a team that decided, that, okay, this is what we need to include. This is what we need to do. These are the activities that involves the entire community. Could you tell us the process of uh, 
evolution, if I may use the word. Yeah, absolutely. So for a very, very long time, it was um, kind of by committee. Anybody who was willing to volunteer had a had a, a say in some of those decisions. And mm -hmm. that um, kept the organization going for so long because people, you know, were, were tapped in, you know, to the community and able to um, to do shows and, and messages that spoke to the community. Um, but around right. the time of that of you know just um evolution and things change and you, we know from data across the industry across the production theatrical arts industry that the demographic is tends to be a little older and so mm -hmm. around the you know mid-2000s recession um there had to be a change because the the musicals and scripts and, and things that mm. the volunteers wanted to do was not necessarily what the community wanted to see. Um, mm -hmm. and, and they recognized that and they cared mm -hmm. so much about the, you know, the theater that they said, you know what, maybe, maybe we need a little help. And in 2017, they, um, hired an executive director for the first time, um, John Manfredi, mm -hmm and who has over 40 years of professional theatrical and film experience. Um, and so he's come in and he's really helped a lot with that programming, finding the mix between classics that people are familiar with and new um, productions that you know, challenge the audience. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so when you talk about the demographics, uh, getting the younger generation into the arts is that a challenge or uh, it was a challenge and it no longer is a challenge today oh it is it is a um a constant challenge um and it's mm -hmm. not because younger people and i'm i'm think younger is in 50 and 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 below um it's not that younger people and mm -hmm. um don't care about the arts it's just art is so accessible in a way that it was not, you know, with, with the internet and, and um, trying right. to, right. and trying to show people that it's a completely different experience and um, to be, to see a live performance, you know, it's, you can listen to your favorite song um, on Spotify, but when you go to a Taylor Swift concert, it's completely different. You know, it's the, the energy in the room and seeing someone, on stage and everybody around you, it's totally different. That's why, you know, people spent so much money on those, on those tickets and live yes, theater is really absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and, and live theater is no different than a rock concert. You know, it's, it's a totally different vibe and it can, you know, really lift you up in a way that a good movie on Netflix, you know, can, can, can touch you, but live theater is totally different and, and showing people that experience, um, and showing them that it is something accessible to them and something that will enrich their lives is, um, I don't want to say a constant challenge, but it's one that we're always looking for, you know, trying to solve, trying to, to get people in the doors. Cause once they come, you know, they're going to, then they they're hooked. Yeah. And come back. Yeah. Yes. I, I totally understand it. Uh, so, uh, from the, artist point of view or from the production point of view what is it that artists look forward to obviously greater audiences uh, bigger reach 
So when Beaumont community players started off, uh, obviously started off with, within the community. So today also, do you cater to that community or is it uh, expanding uh, into the areas closer? Yeah, so so we have reached out beyond the immediate city of, of Beaumont and we get audiences um, from, you know, about um, a 30 to 45 mile radius consistently. Oh, that's, um, but, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. And, and, but more and more, so, so our um, city is right between, you know, the border of Louisiana and Houston. So we're about mm -hmm. two hours away from Houston, about four hours away from New Orleans. Um, mm -hmm. And so more and more, we've been getting more people coming from, um, from the Houston. Um, we had someone, we had uh, two or three families come from Austin, which is about a five hour drive um, to come yeah. see some of our, our programming. So we are expanding um, beyond the, the area that we are, but um, you know, just like um, what might work in, in, in um, you know, New York or California is going to be different than what works in Texas and, True. and our audiences, they, they like, um, they like, they think they like familiar um, musicals, but really what our audience is like is, um, is like slice of life, family um, stories that they are reflected, that mm -hmm. they can see themselves in. That's what our audiences really, really enjoy. Um, uh, they love comedy, but they all, they love drama. Um, and so show, and people want to see, you know, I, or sorry, I already said that, but they want to see themselves reflected. I wish I knew you were around that time uh, last year because I was in Austin and I would have definitely driven down five hours to watch a play live. <laughs> Lovely place. So Julia, tell us uh, about the way you obviously need collaborations with local artists, performers, or maybe cultural institutions uh, for the venue do you have a venue of your own? Mm -hmm. Yes, we um, the the group in uh, two thousand eight was able to purchase um, an old movie theater and refurbish it into um, a, a theater. So we do have oh, our own space, um, which is great. But um, we do work with um, lots of of various groups. Um, we work really closely with a. Um, an ASL interpreting company locally that's called cross communication. And mm -hmm. we provide, um, interpreting services for every, for every, for one performance of every show. It's usually our matinee. Um, and okay. because we have a, a very large deaf community in the area, uh, cause there used to be a, a prominent school, um, in this mm -hmm. area. And so there's a, a large community of people that have been excluded for a really long time. And, and, you know, we're so glad that we're able to, to include, um, include that community. We also have a good, a good relationship with our uh, local P flag organization and we host um, their pride um, every June. Mm -hmm. And we work with, you know, local businesses um, for, you know, we, to, you know, trade, like, you know, like we'll give you, you know, y'all give us some food, um, you know, for opening night or right. for the cat, then, you know, we'll yeah. put, you know, ads out and things like that. So we're, um, 
we do things like that. And we also started um, every February, we go to our local high schools with a, mm -hmm. uh, with a live show for Black History Month. Uh, last year, we did The Mountaintop, which was about um, a fictional, um, a fictional, like, imagining of Martin Luther King Jr.'s last last mm -hmm. night. Um, mm -hmm. And then this year we're doing Beehive, which is a little more a little more fun. Um, and it's a, a, about um, the music of the 60s and kind of the 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 politics that that black women had to go through. Um, right. So and getting into the schools and that partnership is so fun. And the eighth graders this year are coming to see Christmas Carol. And so we're, we're, we're a little, we're everywhere, a little bit of everywhere. Yeah, that's amazing. That's lovely. When you get into collaborations like schools and educational institutes, I'm sure you are influencing their thought process and creating a society that is a thinking society, right? Art, art tends to do that, doesn't it? It tends to um, make you think. And that is so important today. Let's take a break to understand what Jazuba is. Everyone at some point ponders on how this beautiful life can be made more meaningful. Maybe you're a leader trying to enhance your employee's experience at your organization. Or you already work for the community and seek volunteers with state-of-the-art skills to strengthen your nonprofit. Whatever your situation, know that you can make a difference. Chizuba began with this very vision, a vision to facilitate every skill and every passion in the world in meeting a social need. Corporate volunteering has several benefits for both businesses and organizations. In parallel, experienced and enthusiastic volunteers join NGO workers, enabling them to serve the community more effectively. Chizuba offers everyone looking to add purpose and meaning to their lives a chance to connect or volunteer virtually with non-profit organizations from over 100 countries around the world. Visit www.chizuba.net and explore opportunities to find meaning. Chizuba, your platform to do good. And now, back with our guest. Uh, if you were to pick out any one or two productions and say that, you know, this was the most popular or this was the most influential production that you all have produced so far, what would it be? And why do you think it touched the community so much? Um, I don't know if I could uh, speak to production specifically because I've, I haven't been um, around as, as long as some other, you know, some of our other volunteers. But I do mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. that there have okay. there's there's a handful of people that have been a lot been around, mm -hmm. you know, for in the organization that, you know, the productions that they did, like so. So for example, a, a short, short story. We had a board meeting recently, and one of the people on the board, um, she, we have a, a kid summer program that's been going for about forty years, and she was well, you know talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a long time. Um, just like a, it's like a summer, a yeah. summer program. Um, and she no, the was very fact that it lasted for 40 years uh, says a lot about the program, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. And, and, so, and, but, but I get, interrupt, sorry. 
Oh no, 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 it's okay. Um, it's, it's a, it's an undertaking and it gets a little bit bigger every year because we don't, we don't turn students away. Um, and if they, you know, especially if it's cost related, you know, we, we have scholarships and we, and we, we figure it out for them because there's so much you can learn from theater. Um, in this area specifically, everybody's like, Oh, sports, you know, you learn determination and teamwork and it's like, well, you learn the same things. Well, you know, the- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Classic, classic yeah. argument. <laughs> right. Um, but one of the board members was talking about how special the, you know, it was for her to be in those productions and the people that she met and still, you know, keeps up with and, and all of mm. the, um, you know, all of the, the joy it brought her and her family. And that is a testament mm. to the people who cared about, um, the community and the kids in the community and, and introducing them to art, um, that that's really, I think probably a, a bigger legacy than any, you know, production. Right. I know you have, you mentioned you have a venue for your performances, you have your own place, but have you also thought about uh, moving around to other venues or, uh, other organizations as a part of a, maybe other cities as well with your productions, uh, like an exchange or some kind of, uh, do you have something like that in, uh, in the offing? Um, we, we do actually. So outside of the, the tours to the schools, um, there's a, a community, it's about 45 to 50 minutes away. It's a, it's a mm-hmm. much smaller community, um, up, um, kind of in East Texas, more, more in the trees. And, mm-hmm. um, we take, um, shows up there because there's not, we're the closest thing, you know, to them that, Got it. Um, right. so we do take some shows up, up there and we're kind of, um, like, a an anchor organization. If someone's like, Hey, mm-hmm. you know, we need to borrow, you know, can we borrow some costumes? Can we borrow some props, you know, to, to make this happen? You know, absolutely. Because the more art and the more theater there is, um, you know, in general, the better it's going to be for, mm-hmm. for all of our communities. Mm-hmm. So we, we do do a little bit of mm-hmm. a touring, um, but most of our, you know, actors and performers and artists, they're all, um, people in our community, they're teachers, they work at our, our refineries and, and plants and, you know, and they uh, do it part time. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't have um, a whole lot of, um, touring. And when we do outside of, um, um, what we go to the schools, um, every, anything else we do is on the, is on the weekends. But. Right. I'm sure it comes with a set of challenges. You know, when you're touring, you need to carry the costumes, you need to uh, transport, food and you know people and everything so it must be coming with its uh, set of challenges but having said that i'm sure uh, you are influencing a lot in a larger radius and um, yeah people should should be very happy with what you are doing now do you have entire families or generations that have been in this uh, community and have been part of uh, bcp yes um and yeah. we we frequently have families in shows, um, so right. So right now, um, in two weeks, we're opening on uh, nine to five the musical that's based off the Dolly Parton movie, um, and there's um, a father and son in that show. Uh, last season, we had um, oh, nice. we had the Music Man, uh, which was 
the fact that we had Music Man the same time that it was on Broadway is, is basically unheard of, you know, that we had the rights to it. But we had a, an entire mom, dad, you know, brother, sister in the show. And they had both, you know, both the parents had done the, the summer kids program when they were younger. And, you know, it's it really because we've been around so long, mm-hmm there we are a staple in in some people's lives and even if if there are people who are not you know they don't want to be in front of the stage they you know plan their you know their some year around performance yeah mm-hmm. and you yeah, know there's yep and and people who have been you know ticket holders for you know for decades and you know they'll never miss a show um and the, you know bring their family and That's... people you know visitors from out of town it's it's really and again, that's really just, that's a testament to all the people who, um, who worked so hard in, in, in the past to make yeah. it um, a place where people felt welcome. Right. It's like a, a community, right? It's, it's like a close-knit community and everybody's part of it and everybody knows everybody. And uh, it, it's a nice, cozy feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, do you know if I have to say somebody wants to help you out somebody wants to help the organization in terms of volunteering do you need more of physical volunteers do you need virtual volunteers what kind of help would you appreciate um well i thought about this question a lot and um we do need um physical volunteers and there's always something um to to learn i always encourage students who are interested in fashion or filmmaking or mm-hmm. you know even people who um to learn like carpentry and um skills and stuff you know to to come volunteer right. because you can get the groundwork for um any of those practical and creative fields you know in the theater um so we always need um you know people who with an interest in that um in terms of of virtually that's, that's really hard to say because so much of what we do is, you know, occupies a a physical, you know, space and it's, it's, you know, temporal. Once the show, once the show is over, you know, it's, it's a moment in time, it's gone, you know? So it's, it's, we, we have, we do have a virtual presence. Um, and we Mm -hmm. probably should think about, um, how we could do more in that space. Um, so I'm, uh, really open to you listening to people's ideas and and if someone's willing to volunteer their talents then i would love to talk to them um but at the, sure. in the day-to-day we always need people in the building <laughs> yeah, I, I understand yes well thank you julia it was wonderful talking to you um like they say all the world's a stage like like the bard says all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players and uh, in an age of digital screens and virtual realities theater definitely remains a uniquely live and communal experience it brings people together in that shared moment and like you mentioned you know watching a movie and watching a live performance is completely different Mm -hmm. so um yeah i wish more people would understand this and uh live interaction it fosters a sense of immediacy and authenticity uh, which just cannot be replicated in any other form of entertainment 
So it's nice to see an organization like yours, uh, like Beaumont Community Players, upholding this message of inclusivity, community, and thinking in preserving culture. Thank you so much for talking to us. Thank you.